Hello, it's Anthony William, Medical Medium. Great to be here at Autoimmune Answers Live Webinar. And uh, thank you for being here. Uh, absolutely, this is really exciting. It's important because when it comes down to our health, there's some pitfalls and things in our way, barriers and other things that if we don't learn about, it's hard to get past our conditions or symptoms or illnesses. So when it comes to healing, information means everything. Now, the information you're going to learn on the webinar and, and you know our future webinars and uh, the you know, webinars of the past, the information you're going to learn, it's, it's important to know where it's coming from. It's coming from a pure, untampered source, a clean source. And if you're someone who just, you know, it, you, you never knew who I was or you don't know my story or history, um, what that means is, is that I was given a gift since childhood, started with the age four, at age four, and I was given a gift to hear a voice perfectly clear to provide a clean source of information to help out people. So I've dedicated my entire life to decades and decades now to helping people heal um, and overcome their illnesses and get the answers they need. And I'm saying this because it's important to understand the information here doesn't come from interest groups or medical funding with strings attached or botched research with lobbyists, medical lobbyists, internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, persuaded belief systems. That's serious. Private panels of influencers that no one knows about in the world of medicine. I'm talking about alternative health. And health field payoffs, both of conventional alternative medicine or trendy traps, you know, when we deal with fads and trends that, that are out there, but they're really sand traps. And I'm saying this because it's important to know that the information we're going to cover is not involved in any of that. It's a clear, clean source of information. And why is this important? Because I'll tell you why. Because when and this is – you always have to know this. One of the reasons why we're not healing and, and why there's hundreds of millions of sick people, billions of sick people on planet Earth right now is because we're kept from knowing about certain truths because there's a reason for that. <laughs> there's a big reason for that. And I'm going to cover – I'm going to go into it a lot deeper. And when science and research – does their studies, both alternative and conventional, conventionally, there's funding and money behind it. And they have to come out in, in many ways. The studies have to land a certain way. They have to land on all four feet. And, and many times there's a thumb on the scale, if you know what I mean, if you know what I'm talking about. That thumb on the scale because you don't want to piss off an interest group or somebody's interest, somebody's money that went was funded into something. And you want to make sure outcomes come out the way they're intended to come out regardless if it's good for you or bad for you, and that's the problem. Even the truths that we have from leading experts right now, the information's tampered. It's tainted. So even good-hearted, good-hearted, really amazing you know, immunologists and, and, every, and different people in the field of medicine, whether it's oncologists when it comes down to cancer or, or you know, our science and research are our best people. Their heart's in it, and our doctors' hearts are in it. And we have some amazing things scientifically uh, you know, discovered now that are helping people. But when it comes down to chronic illness, it's separated. I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's an entirely different situation. And when it comes down to autoimmune, autoimmune disease, autoimmune symptoms and conditions, and the whole term autoimmune, when it comes down to that, 
That's a whole different ballpark from heart surgery. That's a whole different ballpark from, you know, science and research in so many different fields of medicine that are doing incredible things that we, that we rely on, that we love, that we need. And, but there's, there's two, two, you know, places, there's two places. One place is chronic illness and we don't have answers. We don't. One place is chronic illness. The other place is, you know, uh, black and white, black and white medicine, science and research, where it's black and white, where we rely on so much of that. So, and the bottom line is when it comes down to chronic illness and autoimmune and all the different labels, that's a different story. That's where we're in the dark. And the information that is out there is contaminated. Most of the information out there is contaminated. Now, Ho, ho, ho. How can I say that? That's a big deal to say. It's just the truth. And I'm going to cover why it's the truth and how it works and how we can protect you. That's the whole point. You know, when I was given the gift to have this clean source of information, a source that isn't persuaded by all the things I just talked about right there. And, and that's real. That stuff I just talked about, everything I mentioned is in alternative and conventional medicine, both. You may say, well, it's not in alternative medicine. That's, he's talking about conventional medicine where you got the internal kickbacks and you know, persuaded belief systems, private panel of influencers, health field, health field payoffs, and botched research and strings attached and everything else. That must be conventional he's talking about. No, I'm talking about alternative too. Absolutely. In both fields of medicine when it comes down to chronic illness, Chronic illness, autoimmune, chronic illness and autoimmune. So in, in that, we're going we're gonna to go into all of it. Now, I really mean it when I say fasten your seatbelts because this is going to be a ride. Um, so let's get into it. So <laughs> get ready because we're starting now and we're going. Now, if you, you, know, if you live in an apartment you, or house, or wherever you live, a condo, apartment, house, everybody lives in different places. Some people just live over, you know, they live in their, 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 you know, sister's or brother's basement. They live wherever they can live, you know, wherever we live and, um, or a friend's house or wherever we live and live our life. If paint was starting to flake off the walls, okay, just for some strange reason, you know, the paint's recent. It's meaning the paint is not old. It's a new paint. But it's starting to flake off the walls. And, and you call a carpenter. And the carpenter comes. He says, well, I don't know. I don't know why that, that paint is flaking off the walls there. And then all of a sudden, say your ceiling started leaking. And it was leaking water. But there was no really answer to it because all the piping and all the plumbing seemed fine. And it was just okay. The plumbing was fine. Everything was good. But the leak was just always there. It's seeping through the ceiling. And then the floors, the floors started to get weird where they're starting to move a little. And the floors were moving because, you know, it was just kind of crumbling. So the apartment you're living in or the house you're living in was kind of falling apart when it's not supposed to be. And you got your your carpenter or contractor, whoever in there, and they're in there and they're looking at it and they don't know why, because it's kind of a mystery. It's, it's a, it's, it's a serious mystery because we can't find the water leak. So there's no plumbing leaking, but yet you got water seeping through the ceiling. 
the floors are crumbling, but everything seems to be sturdy underneath there, and there's no reason why the floor should be crumbling. The walls, the paint is flaking off the walls. Now, if the landlord, if you're renting, and the landlord said, look, I don't know what this is. This is a mystery. I don't understand what's happening. You got to be doing something wrong. So you're living in here. What are you doing that's making this happen? What are you doing that's making the paint flake off the walls? Because I don't know why it's flaking off the walls. So obviously there's something you're doing there. I've never seen this before. So landlord would be saying, I've never seen this before. I've had lots of apartment buildings and I've never seen this happen. It's got to be something you're doing. And I'll call the carpenter. Carpenter came down there. I says, yeah, I agree. There's no, there's no leaks. The plumber says there's no leaks. The piping looks good, but the ceiling's getting wet. It's got to be your fault. And whether you live in a home or an apartment, it's your fault that this is happening. Now, would that make a lot of sense? Would that make a lot of sense? Well, they don't know what's wrong. They don't know what's wrong or what's going on with your house or your, your apartment or where you're living. So would it be right if it was blamed on you, if it's a mystery leak, if it's a mystery problem? But that's what's happening with autoimmune. You start getting symptoms and you can't figure it out. You got a mystery rash. You got mystery symptoms. You got mystery fatigue, mystery dizziness and mystery inflammation. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be something going on with your body. It's got to be you. And you're going to be saying, well, hey, it's not my fault. I'm not doing anything to create my sickness, I don't think. I'm living my life, and I just started getting sick. Things started happening. But when we have autoimmune, we get told something. We get told our body's attacking itself, that our body is attacking itself. That's what we get told. So it becomes our fault. So mystery conditions that happen in our health, that happen in your health, that happen in your life, are in, they're your fault. It's your body's fault. That's what we're told. And here we are. Come on now. I mean, look, look what year it is. Look how far we are. And look where science and research is. Look at the technology that's out there. And the best... The best that can come out right now, the best that can come out right now in medicine, it's your body's still attacking itself. So autoimmune, we're told autoimmune means our body's destroying itself. It's going after itself. Our body's targeting us. And that's autoimmune. And that's where we are today. And you have to think about that. I mean, is that where you want to be? Is that where you want to be in your life? You want to know your body's attacking itself? Whether it comes down to Hashimoto's, we're told our body is targeting our thyroid tissue. So our immune system screening antibodies, antibodies are actually going after our tissue and destroying our cells and destroying our, our thyroid. Our immune system is basically going after and targeting our thyroid when it comes down to Hashimoto's. Is that where you want to be? Because it's not the truth, by the way. That's not the truth.
And it's like that with eczema psoriasis. It's like that too. The body's not attacking. The body's not attacking the skin, even though the skin's inflamed. The body's not turning against the skin. But we're told that systemic lupus, we're inflamed throughout the body, mysteriously inflamed throughout the body. We're told our body's attacking itself. That's what lupus is. It's an autoimmune problem. And we're going to cover a whole bunch of different things, a whole bunch of different illnesses and autoimmune illnesses as we're in here because this is a big deal. Look, I take this serious. I take autoimmune so serious. It's, 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 I mean, I really, really, really take it to heart. I take it personally. I take it seriously. When it comes to healing our health, I'm going to tell you right now that if you believe your body is attacking itself, you got a barrier in your way, a major barrier in your way, a huge barrier in your way. So when it comes to our healing, our health, I'm going to tell you right now, and if you believe your body's attacking itself on any level and there's no cure, it's a huge barrier. We can talk to the leading experts and they say, well, there's no cure to autoimmune. We can just control it. There's no cure to autoimmune. That's not true. The problem is nobody knows what autoimmune is. They don't know what it's caused. They don't know what these symptoms and conditions and these labels that are given to people are a, you know, systemic lupus, MS, celiac, vitiligo, alopecia, psoriasis, colitis, Hashimoto's, Addison's, Graves' disease, Sjogren's disease, type 1 diabetes, hepatitis A, B, C, D, psoriatic arthritis, and it goes on and on. They don't know what's causing those conditions. Those conditions get labels because of the different symptoms and the different you know things that people are going through. They get labels, but it's all a mystery, complete mystery. So what science and research chalks it up to when it comes down to healing your health. It's your body attacking itself, and that's what it is, and there's no cure. And that's where we are right now in this time in history when you would think we would be so far along and so further into healing than ever before, and we're not. I was told by my source when I was a child that you're going to see some things happen. And I said, what does that mean? And Spirit said, you're going to see some things happening. I said, what? Spirit says, you're going to see people getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And, and, and I'll tell you right now, when I look back from childhood to now, it's unbelievable of what's happening and how many people are suffering from symptoms. If you look at how many people are in the U.S. alone, just say three, roughly 325 million or whatever it is, 325 million people in the U.S. alone, 280 of them are dealing with real symptoms and conditions, another 20 million more are dealing with some kind of symptom that's also a mystery. There's virtually 10 or 20 million people only in the U.S. that are not seeing too many symptoms, meaning symptoms that come and go here and there depending on what it is and really have okay enough health. We are at a place and time that's unbelievable in history never before. And one of the biggest problems and one of the biggest barriers in the way 
is it's all going to be chalked up to autoimmune one way or another. That's where it's going to be chalked up to. And it's going to be also right in front of everybody where it's your body's fault. It's your body's fault. Your body's letting you down. It's your fault. That's what's going wrong. That's what's happening. Your body's destroying itself. So when it comes down to our healing and our health, I'm going to tell you right now, if you believe your body's attacking itself and there's no cure, that's a massive barrier in your way. We're going to crush that barrier, destroy that barrier. We're going to knock it down. We're going to push it down in the ground. We're going to clear the way for you because if we don't clear the way for you, whether you're getting benefits or not from, from an expert anywhere or whatever, it's still going to be in the back of your mind and it becomes poison. I'm going to tell you right now that it's poison and it's injected into our thinking, into our thoughts, into our beings, into our souls is what it is. We live inside our body Just like when we live inside our apartment or our house, you have to understand something. When you're living in your house and paint's peeling off the walls and leaking ceilings are happening and there's no real answers and you're stuck inside of it and someone's telling you that it's your fault or it's your, your, you know, it's literally, yeah, it's your fault and there's no answers, then that's bad enough. But see, When it's our body itself and our soul resides inside our body, okay? Our soul resides inside our body and we're told, our soul is told, that's your, that's your thinking right there. Big part of your thinking, your soul. And you're told, hey, no, it's, it's your, listen, it's your body attacking, creating anybody's, it's your body attacking your thyroid, these autoantibodies attacking the thyroid, and and we're you know we're going to do a whole you know leading experts in thyroid are going to say oh it's triggers we're going to do the triggers and and we're going to do things you'll start feeling better sure and some people do because they take away gluten and they take away things and they start taking care of themselves and they start seeing differences we're going to talk about why but you still have in the back of your mind outdated information. I'm going to tell you right now, the leading experts in thyroid, the leading experts right now in thyroid and in autoimmune in general, still believe the body's attacking itself. They just think triggers are are telling the body to attack itself. And that's not true. And they believe the body's attacking itself. So no matter what, even if you get benefits from the leading experts, I'm going to tell you right now, somewhere in the back of your mind, it's going to creep up and cause problems because it's in there. It's injected like poison. And that's what we're removing today. And that's why I said fasten your seatbelts, because I swear to God, if that poison is in your symptom, it's going to mess you up. It's going to mess you up over time, somewhere, some way down the line with your autoimmune, with your celiac, with your vitiligo, with your alopecia, with your psoriasis and eczema, with your colitis, with your Hashimoto's, with your Addison's, with your Graves, which is Sjogren's, with your type 1 diabetes, with your leg and cirrhosis, with your Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, it's going to mess you up along the way, one way or another. And that poison has to be extracted from you, literally extracted from you. Spirit said to me today, when you do this live webinar, 
You make sure somehow, some way, with all you have in you, Anthony William, that you let people know the body is not destroying itself because whether they realize it or not, it is out there. The information is out there and it is poison and it seeps into us when we deal with anything autoimmune. The term autoimmune itself is that poisonous because it means turning against you. That's what it means. And Spirit said, you better get everybody right on this. You just better. And I said, I- I'll do everything I can. I said, I'll do everything I can. Everything I can. So if you're told by the latest experts in the, in the health world and books and internet and everything else that autoimmune is still attacking. Still autoimmune is still, you know, your body's still an autoimmune. But hey, look, let's eliminate triggers and, and get you on the right way so you can do better and get past it. It's still not good enough. It's still not good enough is what I'm telling you. And that's the difference right there. And what I meant at the beginning, no interest groups and medical funding with strings attached and everything else, a botch research and kickbacks and persuaded belief systems. I meant it because what I'm trying to tell you guys right now is that is tainted. Even the most leading best information that's out there now in everything, including thyroid and everything else, and it has tainted it, whether the practitioner or the doctor or the good-hearted person knows about it. And I get that. I get that. You know, we only could do what we can do, but I'm telling you, I'm taking you somewhere further. I'm taking you further out. I'm taking you in a better place, and it has to be that way. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Now, if you know the truth, if you know the truth and your body isn't attacking itself, if you know the truth, it's attacking something else. Your body is attacking something else. It's not attacking your organs. It's not attacking your glands. It's not attacking your skin. It's not attacking your body. If it's attacking something else that's not your body, you will have the greatest chance of really healing. The barrier starts to come down. The barrier starts to break down. The barrier, the barrier that's been put in our way back in the 1950s, put in our way in the 1950s. That's the barrier that was set up. Old grandfathered law, the barrier of your body attacking itself because science and research still isn't up to par on what causes your symptoms and conditions, you guys, because science and research is not up to level to what's happening and why you feel like you do and why you have those pains and why you have that fatigue and why your skin's inflamed and why you have the butterfly rash and why your thyroid's inflamed, thyroiditis and everything else. Because science and research isn't there yet at all. It's grandfathered in and rooted to these old thought processes that get in your way because funding went into them at the time and no one wants to break it. It's like estate planning. It's like trusts. It's like the trust. You can't break it. It's like massive corporate trusts and different things in that category. You can't break them. They're written in papers. Those papers are in vaults. Vaults. Those papers are protected. And a lot of these old laws in the medical field have to be passed on even to your greatest expert. That's alternative right now that he or she still has to believe the body's attacking itself because it's, it's grandfathered in with trust. It's grandfathered in back in the 50s or 60s or 70s, and it can't be broken because interest groups paid for it. They paid for it. (laughs) I'm telling you how it works. 
So then you carry the poison and your children carry the poison. So when your child has a thyroid problem, that's your child's body attacking itself. That's how poisonous it is. It's, it's, it's dark. It's dark. I'm just going to say it. I told you to fasten your seatbelts today. And so you need to know to protect your children, your children, to know that it's not your body attacking itself. And it's so incredibly important. And to know that labels are just names. They might make us feel a little better. They might give us identification so we could, you know, we could, if we, we need disability, we got a name that the insurance company will accept. All that's important, but the labels still don't cut it. They don't cut it as far as knowing what's going on and what's wrong. But if you know the truth and your body's not attacking itself and not destroying itself, your body's not going after your thyroid. It's attacking something else, something else. It's going after something else in your body. If you know this, you just took it to a new level. You're extracting that poisonous grandfathered law that sits in there, that sits in there to take you down. Because I'm going to tell you right now, because research and science doesn't know what's going on with your health deep inside, with your bodies. It's better to blame it on you. It's not good to blame it on research and science. We're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to blame it on research and science. Not at all. Not at all. You're not. It has to be blamed on you. You have to take the hit. You have to be the fall guy. You got to be the one. Your children have to be the ones that take the hit. They have to be the ones. Because research and science don't know what's going on. So then you got to take the hit. It's your fault. So, hey, when you have a thyroid problem, it's your fault. As you're driving away from the doctor's office, it's your fault. Whether you know that consciously or not in the moment, it is going to be subconsciously in there and creep out and creep out over time. And then you're going to be like, what is my body doing? It's letting me down. My body's letting me down the wrong track. My body is totally giving up on me. My body's faulty. It's genetic. My genes are screwed up. I'm messed up. It's all going to come through, whether we like it or not. This is, yeah, this is hardcore stuff we're talking about today. Because this stuff is like a dangerous spider that sits inside us and it has to be removed. Now, if you know, check this out, okay? If you know that your body is protecting you, it's protecting you. It's looking after you. It's on your side. It's not letting you down at all. It's riding on your side. It's for you. It's there for you. It loves you unconditionally. It cares about you. It's by your side. If you know your body's working for you, it's working for you. And it loves you and it loves working for you. Something different's going to happen. Something different's going to happen. That's just a piece of it. It's a big piece of it. This is the foundation. We're talking about the foundation right here, the guts of the foundation. We're not messing around. If you know your body's working for you and it's on your side and you're ready for this, take it to the next level, to next level. So you got these symptoms, you got these conditions, you got these diseases, you got these illnesses, you got all this going on, you got multiple sclerosis. You got systemic lupus, you got Hashimoto's, you got colitis, you got psoriasis, you got whatever it is you got going on. There's a real cause to why it's happening. There's a real cause. 
There's something really going on there. Now, here's the next level. If you know that your body is not only not only loves you and is on your side and is working for you and is there for you and is working hard and not giving up on you and is connected to you and connected to God and connected to everything and your body's there. And it's after something else, though. It's after an invader. It's after an invader. Because here's what autoimmune really is. It's something that's in our system that invaded our system that our body's out to destroy and out to kick its butt and out to move it out of the body. And that's what's going on. And it takes it to a new level. So when it comes down to lupus, for example, lupus is a viral condition. It's a virus. The body's not attacking itself. The body's not going after itself. The body's not attacking kidneys. It's not attacking any part of the body. It's a viral condition. It's a virus that wants to attack a kidney or the virus that wants to attack tissue. It's a virus that causes the trouble. It's a virus that, that actually eliminates poison too. So it eliminates poison. It creates poison. It's a virus that causes the attacking. Now, you might think that's scary, but it's not scary. I'm going to tell you why, because when you know you've got an unwanted house guest that your body's kicking out, it's a whole new game. It's a whole new game. You start winning the game fast. I've watched thousands of people win the game over and over again over the decades of my life. I've watched thousands of people heal from the worst stuff you could imagine. I don't care what it is. From the worst situations, from being in wheelchairs, sick, with mystery conditions, mystery multiple sclerosis, mystery everything, and get up and walk and live their life. And they're out there gardening and they're driving in their cars. I've seen people with the worst symptoms and the worst conditions recover. Over the years, because they knew information that was finally real, not grandfathered in and and hidden under bureaucracy of, of the medical world, hidden under funding, old funding and old trusts and everything else involved. And then poisonous information spread to the leading health experts right now that, that use fruits and vegetables and say, stay away from gluten and talk about triggers. And they talk about great stuff, but they still They still are missing the greatest point that stops so many people from healing the greatest point of all time for us, for our children, which is the body does not attack itself. It's attacking something else. It's going after something else. You see? Right? Right. And and it's important to know this. So what happens is with, say, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, your thyroid's inflamed. Because there's a little bug in there. There's a little bug in the thyroid that got in there. Happens to be the Epstein-Barr virus that slipped into the thyroid. And that's what's creating the inflammation, not the body. The body creates antibodies to go after the virus itself, to be working with the immune system itself, hand in hand, to go after the virus. The body does not create one harmed cell There's nothing the immune system can do to create one cell that will harm your 
body on any level. Your immune system will not harm a single cell of yours. That has to be known. That has to be impregnated within your soul and your mind. It has to be there. You have to have access to that. You have to have access to that. So what's happening like with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, your body's after a virus. That's the virus Epstein-Barr that gets into the thyroid. Now, leading health experts that, that actually recently took my information over the years of how Epstein-Barr causes the thyroid problem, they're still too afraid to admit that, that autoimmune isn't the body attacking itself. They're still too afraid to leave those grandfathered laws because they're afraid it's going gonna, it's gonna to get them to look bad out there. Maybe they'll hinder the careers or something like that. They don't want to leave that thought process. But what they do is they do say, well, Epstein-Barr could be a little bit of a trigger. Oh, so can this and so could be. No, that's not it. It's the virus itself that gets into the thyroid. This is way more advanced. This is way more serious. And when it comes down to your health, do you want to know the truth? Do you want to know the truth? Or you just want to know like just the skewed, tainted versions or non-truth or misinformation or misconceptions? Would you rather have those? Would you rather have all those? And that's what people live by. That's what they're using. That's what they're out there doing. I think you would like to have the truth. I want the truth. I would love the truth. So when it comes down to Hashimoto's, the virus gets into the thyroid and it's wreaking the havoc. That's causing the inflammation. And then your body's trying to, your body's not inflaming or, or attacking. It's meaning your own tissue, it's going after the virus. The virus is inflaming. The virus causes inflammation. When it comes to Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, connective tissue problems, that's a viral condition as well. That's not a genetic condition where the body's attacking itself. It's not a genetic condition where the body's attacking itself. That's a virus condition too. So I'm trying to give you examples. RA, rheumatoid arthritis, is a viral condition. Your swollen joints, your swollen nerves, that's a virus. Fibromyalgia, which is now being chalked up to be autoimmune, is Epstein-Barr creating inflammation in the nerves. You know, I saw a commercial recently, and it was like, oh, fibromyalgia, it's it's, um, research and science. Uh, We believe that it's just overactive nerves. Here we are. What year are we in? And fibromyalgia is just, it's it's overreactive nerves. That's, That's what it is. Meaning that's what research and science believe it is. Fibromyalgia is caused by one bug only. It's caused by the Epstein Barr virus. Now, not every, every, Autoimmune conditions caused by Epstein-Barr, no. I mean, there's the shingles viruses, there's HHV-6, there's all the different viruses that cause these. There's heavy metals combined with them. We're going to cover a little bit of that. There's toxic heavy metals, there's chemical agents, there's other triggers, but these other triggers feed viruses, and that's another problem no one understands yet, is that viruses eat. They eat viruses, feed off of food. Research and science will not showcase that information. They haven't discovered it. And if they do discover it, they sure as heck aren't going to let us know because it will prove everything wrong to what they've already funded before in the past. Back to that silly thing I have to tell you guys is once those strings are attached and once that research has been funded a long time ago, once it's been grandfathered in, you get totally shaked over. 
You get totally shaked over. That's what happens here. Once all that's happened, once those internal kickbacks happened 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 80 years ago, whenever it was that research was done, and someone said viruses don't eat anything, that's not how they recreate. Once that was put out there, it's hard to change. So even if research and science discovers that a virus feeds off of mercury, it feeds off of mercury, they're not going to tell you. It has to be me that tells you because I'm the only one that released that information out there yet in history. But that's the whole point. It was the gift I was given. I was given that gift so I can give you this information. I'm relying on getting that information to you. So triggers are things that feed a virus that causes autoimmune. So if you're eating gluten, gluten is something that a virus will feed on. That's unknown by research and science, and no expert knows that yet. And if someone did speak of it, it came from originally from the source. It's important to know that it's the triggers that feed and instigate and break down the immune system, allowing the virus to get stronger. So like in lupus, if you're eating gluten and gluten's flaring up more butterfly rashes, that's because the gluten's feeding the virus that's releasing a poison causing the butterfly rashes. See, the virus feeds off of food, creates poison, causes the rash, eczema psoriasis, that takes the virus inside the liver, it's a liver problem where the virus resides. Eczema and psoriasis is not the body attacking the skin, it's attacking the derma, attacking, it's not doing that. What eczema and psoriasis is, is that's a toxin, it's called a dermatoxin. And I'm not talking about the dermatoxin where science of research classifies a dermatoxin, say when you get something poisonous put on top of the surface of your skin and your skin reacts, that's called a dermatoxin. I'm talking about an internal dermatoxin that Spirit has provided me with the information with that doesn't exist somewhere. So if you go on you're, and you're on the internet and you're looking, oh, okay, dermatoxin. Oh, wait, what's this? No, that's not the dermatoxin we're talking about. So it's important to know this so you don't get lost out there. The dermatoxin I'm talking about is when a virus feeds off of certain foods that create a different poison that leaches out from the liver, goes into the bloodstream and surfaces through the skin, causes eczema and psoriasis. In this case, there's a couple different viruses. Mainly the Epstein-Barr, though, sits inside the liver, feeds off of high levels of copper, old levels of DDT, because DDT is still everywhere. Still in the, it's still in, in the reservoirs, still in everybody's drinking water, just so you know. DDT still in everybody's drinking water. I hate to say it, but it's true. In life-changing foods, I talk about the unforgiving four. Maybe some of you are familiar with it. Maybe, maybe a bunch of you haven't seen that book yet. But the unforgiving four, one of them is DDT and its cousins, pesticides. That's one. Another one is heavy metals. That's another one. The other one is the viral explosion, which we're talking about now, the viruses. And the other one is radiation. What happens is viruses like an eczema psoriasis, you have a virus inside the liver. It's feeding off of high levels of copper, old DDT, some other garbage. It's producing a dermatoxin specifically that irritates, seriously irritates skin, inflames it devastatingly. And it's, it's, it surfaces up to the skin and inflames, inflames the skin really bad. 
and that's with psoriasis. But it takes a virus feeding off of something is what I'm trying to tell you. And that's, that's so far ahead of science and research right now. It's, it's not even funny. It's so far ahead. Years ago when I was younger, I told Spirit, I laughed at Spirit, and I said, Spirit, I don't, I don't believe you. Science and research, they got it all under wraps. I mean, we're talking science and research because you know why? Because on TV when I was a child, I saw a rocket ship heading to the moon. You know, that whole thing. NASA. And I was like, there's nothing, Spirit, there's nothing you can tell me. I mean, there's, there's a rocket ship going up into space. We went on the moon. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's space shuttles. And I said to Spirit, there's nothing you can tell me. I said to Spirit, I was, I was, try, I was, I was being, you know, silly. I said, there's nothing you can tell me that's advanced, that isn't here. There's nothing in health that they haven't figured out. They got it all wrapped up. They got a cure for AIDS. They, they'll find a cure for AIDS tomorrow. They got it wrapped up. Spirit said, no, 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 no. Silly, silly boy. Silly boy. You have no idea. And Spirit taught me. And Spirit said, no, that's not how it's going to be. And, <laughs> I mean, look at the technology we have today. But yeah, children are sick with autoimmune. Moms are sick. They can't feed their kids, take care of their kids. They can't even hop in cars and drive because they're too dizzy to drive. Because, you know, and they have all these different diagnoses, including Lyme disease. Lyme disease wasn't classified autoimmune because of the fact that they, they, they singled out a bacteria, which, by the way, is still really flawed. And anybody who knows book one of Medical Medium, read the Lyme chapter, and you'll know about Lyme more than any, anybody will. But the bottom line is it's going to be all falling into categories, into autoimmune, because as years go on, research and science and medical communities are going to be like, well, you know, MS is now autoimmune because we really don't have our hands on it. We don't have our finger on the pulse. Celiac is autoimmune, you know, vitiligo, anything, vitiligo, anything to do with skin, anything to do with, you know, lupus, anything type one diabetes we don't have our we don't have our handle on it so it's all got to get filed into autoimmune category and it's going to keep on filed in then new labels will be created too and keep on filed in because it's got to be your fault it's your fault it's your body attacking itself it's nothing else than that it's your body attacking itself and leading experts in the alternative field to be like well you know it's immune system problems because you know and it's triggers and and all this no it's more than that it's it's what i'm telling you right now but the foundation has to be in your hands, you guys. It has to be where you know your body isn't destroying itself. When you know you got an invader that you want to kick out of your home, and when you want to kick that invader out of your home, something changes and something happens. Something happens with your immune system. It gets the strength it needs. Your thoughts in your mind and in your head and in your brain, in your soul, your thoughts go to your immune system and you say, ha ha, I knew you were, you were your immune, my immune system was working for me. I knew you guys were working for me. I knew my body wasn't harming myself. I knew something else was inside of me that was going on that I want out and kicked out. I knew it. This foundation is critical for you to heal it means everything i promise you that it means everything seriously i promise you that so when that message transfers to your thoughts to your brain to your to your soul to your immune system it gets your body to eliminate the poison and that virus starts to break down it starts to break down because it gets a message fast you know what it is 
that you know what it is. And if you start robbing food from the viruses that create autoimmune tags and labels, these illnesses and conditions, when you start robbing food from these viruses so they can't multiply, so they can't continue to poison you, in the thyroid healing book, there's over 80 symptoms and conditions. I explain in detail in a, in, about how it's occurring. It's very important to understand, and we're going to cover a lot of that right now too. So with eczema and psoriasis, I covered a little bit about how that works with the virus. With lupus, lupus is the Epstein-Barr. Epstein-Barr we talked about before you heard that. comes in different shapes and sizes, <clears throat> different strains, different mutations, Different varieties, different groups. I've been able to classify these groups because I can't rely on science to do it. So we classified these groups. And with lupus, which is completely not even diagnosable, you have to understand it's diagnosed by the eye. All the different in inflammatory markers that we use for testing lupus and RA. Those, those are just inflammation markers, testing levels of inflammation. That's what those are for. Um, C-reactive protein, you know, ANA, antinuclear antigen, all those are just, they're just for testing for levels of inflammation. But the mystery is still there. And with lupus, it's Epstein-Barr. And the problem is with how it works is, I've said this before, that almost every autoimmune disease is eventually going to be filed into just Lyme disease category because that's how confused everybody is. They're so confused it's going to be pushed off. I bet you some of you listening have been diagnosed with lupus and, and MS and then finally Lyme. It just gets pushed off into Lyme. I'm not saying that's right either. It's not right. But the point is it gets pushed off. Everything's going to be pushed off into it. And that's how it's been. That's how it's going. So with lupus, it's about also high levels of heavy metals, mercury, lots of mercury, having the virus Epstein-Barr, feeding off of mercury, creating a lot of neurotoxins, and, you know, causing butterfly rashes, causing damage to tissue in the body, causing weakness, causing fatigue, causing reactions, all of that. Multiple sclerosis. That's also, I'm covering the Epstein-Barr varieties anyway. Multiple sclerosis. 100% Epstein-Barr coupled with toxic heavy metals. And, you know, and, and with multiple sclerosis, you can get the lesions on the brain. Most of the time, almost all the time, that's not even what's causing people symptoms is, is some of the different dark spots. There's a lot of people with all kinds of different spots inside their brains. I'm talking about people that are walking around every day that don't even know. There's there's so much going on inside people's brains. There's all kinds of calcifications. There's crystallizations. There's uh, dark spots, brown spots. There's white spots. There's, there's you know deposits of heavy metals. There's deposits of of, of um, MSG. There's deposits of chemical solvents. There's all kinds of different things in everybody's head. And a lot of times it comes up whether somebody has a symptom or not in a CAT scan. Say someone can't tell you how many times people who have come to me over the years say, "Yeah, I banged my head." I banged my head on my car door pretty hard, so I thought I'd get a, an MRI. My doctor recommended an MRI because I banged my head pretty hard, and they found a little spot in there. That spot apparently was there all this time. I can't tell you how many people have different spots in their head. And, and, but it's not causing, it's not causing their symptoms. What happens with multiple sclerosis, you get a whole bunch of people with mystery multiple sclerosis with nothing showing up in their brain. You get a whole bunch of people with stuff showing in the brain, but it's Epstein-Barr 
and deposits of heavy metals that are involved. It's a virus and deposits of heavy metals. Um, and, you know, alopecia is an interesting one because that's an adrenal condition where there's different hormones in the adrenals that are undiscovered by research and science. And one of the hormones undiscovered by research and science in the adrenals um, is responsible for keeping your hair on your head. And when that diminishes in science research, will never know it diminishes because they've never tagged it. They've never discovered the the uh, hormone. So, so that's how hair falls off with alopecia. And alopecia can come back when you keep on, you know, healing your adrenals and all the different stuff we do for adrenals here at Medical Medium. Um, we'll keep on going. Hashimoto's, like I said before, that's a virus entering into the thyroid. And there's a way of cleaning that out. I don't like just management. Management is taking away some triggers like gluten and so forth and living a better lifestyle, which of course we all want to do. I don't like just relying on those for managing conditions. I like knowing we're going after something. I like knowing we're going after something. And in the back of my mind, I'm not thinking my body's, you know, betrayed me because that's what we're taught. Instead, I like knowing we're going after something because I like the truth. The truth matters. I like knowing we're going after a bug. So like with Hashimoto's, it's not about just getting symptoms better. That's that's great. We want that. But we want to make sure that 10 years down the road, it doesn't flare up again. No matter what fancy expert showed us a new pull-away triggers protocol and some you know new tricks about how to minimize or break down Hashimoto's or anything, I want to go past that. I want to go way past that, you guys. I want to do what I've done all these years. I want to go after the virus inside the thyroid, kill it off, kill it off so that down the road, your Hashimoto's can't come back. So your thyroid doesn't fall apart like that house, that mystery house condition I'm talking about at the beginning of this whole webinar where the paint's peeling off the walls, but it's brand new paint. The water's leaking the ceiling, but the plumbing's fine. I don't want that happening 10 years down the road. I want to go after that virus and kill it. Yeah, I know. It sounds pretty pretty tough. Sounds pretty tough. But that's what happens when you know that's what it is. You can go and do it. So then you can come up with your plan. You can come up with your game plan. So not only is it taking away triggers, removing triggers that feed a condition, we're going way above and beyond that. We're realizing that, A, the virus can feed on things that causes Hashimoto's, and that, that's so far advanced and ahead of everybody, it's not even funny. I'm saying that so you don't get lost. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be Mr. Big Man. I'm saying that because you don't get lost, because you can. You can leave here and be like, oh, look at this. And, and that's what anybody can do. That's normal human nature. I totally understand. It's so easy to do that. But I don't want you getting lost. You have to know that you're going after a bug and you're going after and you're killing it. And that's the whole point. That's what it's about. So that you don't have a thyroid with nodules long down the road that keep on growing because of Epstein-Barr causing scar tissue. So you don't, and calcification, so you don't have a condition that's eating away your thyroid down the road. And in one year, sure, you got your, your numbers better at the doctor's office. Doesn't mean you don't have the virus cleaned up. That's the whole point. It can come back. 
But it can't come back and it can't haunt you when you know the truth that your body's not attacking itself. Because if you don't know that down the road, two years from now, you're going to be like, oh, here it goes. My body's, my body's attacking itself again because my loose lupus symptoms are back. My thyroid symptoms, my numbers are off again, even though I got great results from the last expert that told me to remove some triggers and I got great results but all of a sudden, my numbers are climbing again because, hey, my, my body might be attacking itself again, right? I mean, I bet you some of you have been through that already. Some of you. I'm not, probably not all of you, but some of you have probably been through that already. You're probably nodding your head like, yep, I've seen that. You don't want that happening. You don't want it coming back. You don't want it creeping back up. And you don't want that whole poisonous thought saying, well, you know, here goes my body again, betraying itself. I had it under control. Now my body's betraying itself again. No, your body's not betraying itself. It's not attacking itself. Can't say that enough. And we're going after the problem. That's what we're going. We're going after the problem. So when it comes down to it comes down to like celiac, right? Celiac, or oh, remove gluten. You got this genetic problem. It's chalked up to be genes. It's not genes. It's not genes. Celiac is inflammation in the intestinal lining from bacteria and viruses. That's what that is. And if you eat certain foods, proteins from certain foods like gluten and so forth, it can feed the virus or the bacteria and create a mysterious inflammation and throw everything off. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. It's that simple. So it's important to understand these things. Colitis is the shingles virus. That's the shingles virus sitting inside the lining of the intestinal tract. That's what colitis is, the colon. It's the shingles virus sitting inside the lining of the intestinal tract. It's a virus sitting there. And that's what colitis is. So when we take away dairy products and we take away gluten, we stop feeding the virus. We start getting it better. But you need to know that colitis isn't your body destroying its own colon. That is in the way of healing, knowing that instead you got a viral condition that you're working on killing off and healing. See, it matters to know your game, the goal, the goal, end game. It matters to know where you're going to win. Winning matters when it comes down to health. And heck, you don't even have to think about winning. If you have the right information, you just start to heal. It happens along the way. Type 1 diabetes is an injury to the pancreas, not your body attacking the pancreas. Type 1, type 1.5, it's not your body attacking the pancreas. It's not an autoimmune condition. Instead, it's a viral condition or it's injured tissue from a viral condition at one point or even a toxic bacteria that injured the pancreas at one point. And that tissue in the pancreas is injured. And that's how type 1 occurs. It's an injury to the pancreas, not caused by your body. Very important to understand. You could always listen to my, my diabetes show can always listen to that. Um, so that's important to know too. Hepatitis, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, C, D is all viral. They're just different stages of what the virus is doing to the liver. So all the hepatitis, that's not autoimmune. Autoimmune liver conditions, hepatitis A, B, C, and D, and the term autoimmune hepatitis 
is a mistake all on its own with research and science. They don't even know what virus hepatitis C virus or hepatitis B virus is. They have no idea because they've never found it. They only find inflammation and markers and those antibodies that aren't destroying the liver. It's antibodies that the immune system is creating for you to go after a virus involving going after a virus. The virus that causes all hepatitis is varieties of the herpetic family. And you know, mainly the Epstein-Barr does the hepatitis. Skin rashing mysteries. Most of the skin rashing mysteries are shingles variety. Eczema and psoriasis is, can be a hodgepodge of a couple of different viruses, the Epstein-Barr and the shingles, both inside the liver, feeding off of high levels of copper and DDT, but a lot of different mystery skin rashing conditions, including lupus, are, you know, different, you know, di- you know like lupus is, is the Epstein-Barr releasing a lot of neurotoxin, a lot of dermotoxin, but a lot of people have both shingles virus and Epstein-Barr in their system, creating a lot of dermatoxin and a lot of different, you know, varieties of, of neurotoxins. A lot of these mystery shingles varieties family of shingles but they won't diagnose with shingles because it doesn't have that textbook one grandfathered textbook law you have to understand like shingles basically research and science believe shingles is just this one type of shingles the one you see on on the tv commercials they don't know there's over 31 varieties that, that, that Spirit and I have sourced. 31 varieties, meaning I've sourced from Spirit that have helped people with. It's in book one, too. I talk about it in book one, Medical Medium. But instead, let's blame it on you. That's the whole point. Let's blame it on you guys. That's the fall, fallout. It's all blamed on us. All mystery illness is blamed on us. That's where it goes. And then not only blamed on us... But if you go to the best alternative practitioners, it's blamed on what we're doing. That's not good enough either. Look, you're hearing it from me. I tell people if you're doing this and you're eating dairy products and you're eating eggs and you're eating gluten and you know and you're doing this and that, it's not good. You're going to hear that from me, but you're going to hear something else. You're going to because you're going to be feeding something inside of you that is causing this condition. You're going to hear the truth, and it's not your body destroying itself. But research and science wants you to believe your genes are faulty. You got bad genes. Genes are so seductive in a way because they suck you in. Genes are so tantalizingly, you know, like alluring because it's genes. It's like, it's, it's science. Hey, hardcore science. We we're made of genes. we got these hereditary traits where, but you need to know none of these illnesses I have mentioned here have anything to do with genes and many more don't have anything to do with genes on any level, but genetic science is grandfathered in going all the way back with the genome projects of the old days of the 1940s. 1950s, 19, late 1930s. It's grandfathered in by law. There are documents piled so high up in somebody's vault that makes it so you're going to think genes are going to be the reason why you and your children are sick and your grandchildren are sick for the years to come. And it's your body and it's you and it's your own faulty genes. And they're going to have the answers to how to fix your genes. It's one of the greatest greatest mistakes of all time and it falls into the ballpark of your body's attacking itself as well so how do we clean up these autoimmune diseases and conditions and and illnesses how do we clean these things up how do we do what we need to do what's right 
Taking triggers away is critical, but knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it is more critical with it. Making sure you're eliminating toxic heavy metals because they feed the viruses that cause these conditions. So you want to remove these toxic heavy metals. That's important. You want to start bringing in foods like the wild blueberries. You can get the frozen wild blueberries. You bring those in because they start pulling out heavy metals. You want to bring in some spirulina. I said it before in book one, and I think in book two, life-changing foods, that Corella is not as good as spirulina. Spirulina removes metal, holds on to it longer, and helps get it out of the body. Corella drops it instantly. I said this in the books, and then I recently saw on the internet somewhere, someone who even read my book still saying that, no, Corella's better, it's way better, the science behind it, you name it. I don't care about science and research. I care about it in a lot of ways, but I don't care about it when it comes down to your chronic illness because it never has it right when it comes down to your chronic illness. I'm just being honest. It never has it right. And you want what's going to work. So spirulina really takes out the metals. It's not sloppy. It doesn't drop the metals. Cilantro is a great one. But you want the metals out. So that's one thing you want to do. But always keep in mind that when you're dealing with autoimmune, just any sense of it, regardless of what it is, meaning you get a diagnosis, whatever that could be, whether it's Hashimoto's or anything or anything else we discussed already, um, the different names and labels and diseases and illnesses, whether it's eczema psoriasis, Hashimoto's, whether it's lupus, whether it's rheumatoid arthritis, always keep in mind that heavy metals, they're not the cause of lupus, they're not the cause of Hashimoto's, and they're not the cause of different things. They're just, they're, they're a food. Heavy metals are a food. And always keep that in mind that it's, it's a food. Just like when you're eating a food, it's the same thing. So when you're eating the eggs that feed an invader, that feed a pathogen, that feed a virus causing lupus, causing Hashimoto's, being able to get that strength and causing Hashimoto's, when you're feeding that virus with a food it likes to feed off of or it likes to eat. When you're doing that, realize that there's also other foods and heavy metals are that food. And that's, you know, that's the whole thing is the heavy metals, the mercury, the arsenic, um, cadmium, lead, nickel. Nickel's another one that's really out there. It's in our system. Alloys, um, steel, actually steel. You know, what is steel? It's, it's steel can be a different blend of different things, but it's, it's literally these things can get into us, mercury being the worst, aluminum. And, um, and so – and as far as when it comes down to uh, labels, like meaning labels we get given, we were given for you know, our diagnosis for a condition and realize that whatever it may be that's in the autoimmune field or arena that we want the heavy metals out of our system – we want the heavy metals out of our body because it's an additional food is what it is, like the copper, like you know, too high of copper inside the liver when it comes down to eczema and psoriasis for a pathogen to feed off of, for a virus to feed off of, so that virus will feed off that copper. So you want that 
you want to lower your metal load, so not just lower your viral load, like I always say with all the different things. It's lowering your metal load, lowering, lowering your heavy metal load. And when you're doing that, I like the heavy metal detox smoothie that I've always recommended. It's on the blog. I got a blog with it, you know, the whole bit. You guys know, um, I'm sure many of you might have known that. And, you know, it's the spirulina. It's the Vim- Vimergy barley grass juice powder. Um, it's the Atlantic uh, sea vegetables, the Atlantic dulse. That, that's also incredible to have in there. The cilantro and the frozen wild blueberries. All of these work together. They all work together. It's just one doesn't do all. It's they all work together because they hold on to the metal and take it to a certain degree, certain part of, of eliminating out of the body. that takes it to a certain degree of eliminating it out of the body, and then that next thing grabs onto it. That's how it works. That next um, like the barley grass then grabs onto it. Then the dulse takes it down to the end, you know, and the cilantro is extracting it from organs. Then the wild blueberries extracting it from the brain. All these things matter. And so the heavy metal detox is a great, a great um, way to pull these metals out over time. It doesn't happen in one day. Although metal leaves in one day, heavy metals, toxic heavy metals are leaving in one day. They're leaving the body in one day. When you start drinking that, they start to leave the body in that one day. But it's a slow process, a slow process, and then the body needs its time to heal. And the virus needs to be – the viruses and pathogens need to have their cutoff where they're not getting fed anymore. All this matters, and it all helps to eliminate autoimmune, something to just be focused on too, something to really think about. The other thing is you, you don't want foods that feed the viruses that create autoimmune. You don't want foods doing that. You don't want eggs. I know eggs are considered a perfect food. I mean, I have to tell you how many times, how much information I put out about eggs feeding viruses. They're literally, they incubate a virus. That's what they do. I don't care if they're free-range, pasture-raised in your backyard. I mean, free pasture, (laughs) pasture, pasture, you know, like they're just able to walk in grass and peck away. It's all better. It's better than a conventional egg that's contaminated 10 times 10 with injected hormones and aluminum, God forbid, everything else. But the point is, is that eggs in general, no matter what and where, they feed all the viruses. They really instigate lupus. PCOS, they're really terrible for PCOS. It's it, it, it's sad when I see some of the best doctors out there like, no, you got to eat eggs. If you got PCOS, you got to eat lots of protein, lots of eggs. It's disastrous for ovary issues. Disastrous. It also feeds every virus. It creates literally every different virus, every different bacteria that creates every autoimmune condition that's labeled autoimmune out there with confusion. And those eggs can really feed the viruses. So we have to think about that. We have to be cautious about that. Try to keep them out the best we can. Now, if it's the only thing you can eat and you got no money and you got no way to survive and you got a friend that gives you eggs and that's your survival, I'm on board 100%. Then we do other things. We do other things along with it. I'm on board 100%. We'll do other things. But if you can and you have the resources and you have the ability to keep eggs out of the diet, you got to do it. How it works is the virus looks for egg material. What's egg material? 
hormones that are naturally in eggs, natural hormones, natural hormones that are in eggs, not not injected ones, not foreign ones, natural ones that are from the chicken inside eggs. It looks for those and it feeds off of those. And it uses it as fuel. It turn it's a steroid to a virus. That's what it's like. It's like us doing human growth hormone. It's a steroid literally to a virus. That's how it works. Dairy products, same thing. It's very similar. Keep away from all dairy. So yeah, sure. I mean, there's practitioners out there now that know better. They've learned over the years that, okay, we got to take away dairy. We'll get your Hashimoto's better. We'll take away dairy too. But no, it, it takes more than that. It takes knowing everything I talked about. It takes it all. You don't want to feed. Once you know you're starving out the bug that's creating your lupus, your Ehlers-Dandros syndrome, your RA, rheumatoid arthritis, your, your MS, multiple sclerosis, your celiac, your vitiligo, your alopecia, your psoriasis, your, your eczema, your colitis, your Hashimoto's, your Addison's, your Addison's, by the way, which is also a condition that's, that's viral, 100%. Graves, hyperthyroidism is... Not the body attacking the thyroid. It's, it's the Epstein-Barr. It's one of the mutated versions of the Epstein-Barr that's recreating, that's actually causing inflammation. And then the thyroid, the thyroid is being, is being scarred from it, from the virus itself, scarring up the thyroid. And that you need to know that's how it works with Graves. I'm going to explain it in more detail over time. Sjogren's syndrome, type 1 diabetes, hepatitis A, B, C, D, lichen sclerosis, psoriatic arthritis, and more, all these different conditions. There's bugs that are feeding off of stuff, and once you starve the bugs, once you starve the bugs of what they like to eat, and then you go after the bugs, and you build up your immune system, and you also go after the bugs, you really become freed from the autoimmune Confusion. You become freed from it over time and you heal over time. Your neurological conditions, your neurological symptoms get better. All of them start getting better. Tingles, numbness, aches and pains, floaters in the eyes. All of it can start getting better. Anxiety, depression, inflammation, rashes, severe fatigue. All of it can start getting better. So let's talk about um, what we can do with secret weapons here. You know, supplements are critical. They are critical. A lot of people, though, that are so inflamed, they can only handle so much. I mean, go to your doctor. Go to your practitioner that you love and trust. Bring them this information. Bring them the supplement information if you need to. Ask them about it. You know, work with somebody that you love. And that's always the best way to do it anyway. But, but there's a lot of things that need to be understood. One is severe zinc deficiencies. Zinc deficiencies is, be, is caused by all the viral issues that cause the autoimmune labels and diseases and conditions. So getting your zinc in a better place is a huge step. Huge step. Makes a big difference. Talk to your practitioner about zinc. I mean, get the right zinc. We have, um, um, like, you know, this, this page... The page that you're looking at right now, make sure those are the supplements that you're focused on because they're the best supplements, the best kind, the best variety, the best type. They don't have poisons in them. They don't have all the citric acid in them. They don't have, they're the right kind that work. It's a big, that's a big thing. I do have to say that supplements matter the kind they are, 
the ones that Spirit and I research and make sure that are the best so people get the best results. So on the page, you'll see you can you know click to find the right supplements for this webinar that you know are safe and then know that work the right ones. But you could always talk to your practitioners about anything about dosages or anything else. But you need to know um, – you need to know that zinc is critical for autoimmune. Anything autoimmune – that means all the conditions, symptoms, all that zinc is is important because what zinc does is it shuts down viruses. It slows down viruses. It slows them down. When you put a little bit of zinc, the right kind that we that we have listed, a little bit of zinc in your mouth, the right kind, it goes to the thyroid, and the Epstein Barr that's sitting in there causing Hashimoto's thyroiditis or any kind of hypothyroidism or any hyperthyroidism, that virus gets hit hard, hit real hard. We can't function with, with the right kind of zinc in the body. Not to mention the zinc increases your immune system's ability to fight, fight more for you. So that's one thing. The B12, the B12 is, is important. Now, hey, you're going to say, well, I know about B12. Hey, this expert said about B12. I'm talking about the right kind. Still to this day, I don't think the best practitioners are easy, even using the adenosilcobalamin, the methylcobalamin with adenosilcobalamin. When it comes down to autoimmune, any conditions, any symptoms that we talk about, all of this, when it comes down to it, you have to have the methyl and the adeno. They have to be both. That's what matters. The adenosilcobalamin has everything to do with something that goes wrong, which is the gene mutation thing. It's not a gene mutation, okay? Methylation is not a gene mutation. You can listen to the show, um, you know, the radio show on that next time you, you, know, you have a chance. But methylation problems are caused, and the gene mutations that occur on, on blood work, it's, which is really just an inflammatory test, it's not even a real gene mutation, you have to understand it's caused by a viral condition. Viruses cause methylation problems. In order to heal a methylation problem. It's not just the methylfolate you need. You need the adenosilcobalamin combined. This is a secret weapon to stopping and healing autoimmune problems. Is you need the adenosilcobalamin mixed with the methylcobalamin. It's something that nobody knew about. I mean, literally, I've been, I, I, I waited for the first one to ever come out and then I've been the person to get the information out about it. It's so important. And what that does is it helps to repair methylation issues. Methylation issues are, is a liver problem because someone's been viral so long creating autoimmune symptoms and conditions. That's really – I'm going to give you the nutshell on methylation. It's a liver condition. It's when a liver cannot, um, cannot redesign chemical compounds to make them more available for our body to use to help heal and get the nervous system stronger, get the immune system stronger. So that's what's happening. And everybody with RA and lupus and MS and celiac and even Lyme disease and vitiligo and everything we got here, everybody has a condition where there's a low-grade viral issue deep inside the body or a pathogen deep inside the body, and it usually resides in the liver many times causing methylation problems over time, and this gets completely misconstrued, completely 
um, um, thrown off by the medical research and science people, and they don't understand that it's because of this viral condition creating a tremendous amount of poison toxins in the liver. So the liver cannot do what it needs to do, meaning rearrange chemical compounds, create new chemical compounds that attach to other chemical compounds that we ingest or eat and combine and make methylation possible in a nutshell. So the denosilcobalamin, the methylcobalamin is a great way. These are great starting points for doing what you need to do. If you may, you may say, Hey, I've been on B12. I'm not better. No, no. It's gotta be, it's gotta be the, this kind has to be the denosilcobalamin combined. Okay. So that's important to know. Um, so that's one secret weapon. If you can handle spirulina, you know, a lot of people are sensitive. They can't handle any kind of supplements where they get sensitive and they don't like it, or if it doesn't feel good in their stomach, or they feel like they don't feel good from it. You know, spirulina is really good. That's another great one. Vitamin C. Now, if you're into animal products, if you're into, you know, make sure it's the cleanest animal meats, you know, and whatever you eat, I would stay away from chicken. Um, if you're into animal products, I would probably keep it a little salmon if you're, if you're okay with that. And, uh, Maybe some grass-fed beef if you really like that. And maybe some, you know, some wild game or something if you really like that. But here's the deal. If you're into animal products, don't overeat the animal foods because you need room for all the other secret weapons for all the fruits and vegetables. You need room for the celery. You need room for the celery juices. You need room for the smoothies. You need room for the fruits. You need room for the berries. You need room for the greens. You need more room for the cauliflower, the vegetables. Do not be afraid of, I can't believe till this day, still, there's all these alternative guys out there and gals talking about how stay away from cabbage, stay away from broccoli, stay away from broccoli rob, stay away from cauliflower, stay away from um, kale with a thyroid condition. Meanwhile, what's in those actually kills off the virus. And that's, that's an example right there of what happens when you don't know what's causing a problem. So with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, if you don't know, there's a virus actually causing the problem and you're still in the dark in antiquity land back in, in, in antique times of, of information back where it's outdated already. I mean, this new literature coming out is already outdated right off the press. And, and right there, believe, stay away from these gorgogenic foods, these compounds that are in these foods. Don't, don't, they don't even realize that what's in that food kills off the very virus that's causing your Hashimoto's thyroiditis. You don't have to worry about the goitrogen compound. Once, once, you know, these people, they don't know that, you get in trouble. You keep away from kale, which is incredible for any kind of condition, autoimmune condition, incredible for any kind of viral condition. So kale and broccoli, you can't be afraid of those. You have to bring those in. But I'll give you some simple, basic, you know, powerful ways, you know, cucumber juice, a great way of healing from any condition that's especially like all these different autoimmune conditions because it helps flush out toxins that the viruses are creating. That's another reason why people are so sick. They get the combination of the neurological fatigue, the combination of the fatigue and the rashes and the head spins and the balance issues and the floaters in the eyes and the tingles and numbness and the anxiety. And they get all these different combinations and the weight gain and the adrenal fatigue and everything else. They get all these different combinations of problems 
A lot of it is because you have the pathogen and you have all the poison it's creating that's creating all these different symptoms. That's completely a mystery to all medical research and science and the best experts telling you right now. And one way of flushing out a lot of the poison to make it simplistic and make it easy for you so this doesn't, so this isn't overwhelming is you get your cucumber juice going every single day and you get a celery juice going every single day. You start removing those poisons, the celery juice, the mineral salts and the celery juice start to clean up the liver. They start to build up your hydrochloric acid, start to strengthen the bile so you can break down bacteria and viruses that are inside the intestinal tract that cause colitis. It all matters. So you get the celery juice, you got the cucumber juice. It's one example right there. And you got the smoothie we're going we're gonna to talk about that we got for you as well that you'll see later. And so these are some of the things to be, you know, to work with. So some other things with, with autoimmune that are really helpful, just, just basic founded foundational pieces, nettle leaf tea, nettle leaf and lemon balm, nettle leaf capsules are fine. Um, lemon balm tea is really good. These are powerful things. Now, remember when you drink a cup of lemon balm tea, when you drink a cup of that and you think your body's attacking itself, it's not going to harbor the power as much as it harbors when you drink that lemon balm tea, knowing that there's a phytochemical in the lemon balm itself that's going after the virus that's attacking your body. It's not you or your body attacking. It's the virus and that lemon balm tea is killing it. That lemon balm tea is actually killing off the bug or whatever bug you have or pathogen that you have that's causing your multitude of symptoms and diagnosis and millions of doctor bills and everything else and, and sadness and depression and, and everything you've been through. There's a bug in there. And when that lemon balm has a phytochemical and it's destroying and killing that virus and that bug directly <clears> – <throat> Everything changes. Everything changes. Being straight out, everything changes. Right there. So you got to have that in your hand. You have the power of that in your hand. So I like, I like for you know, I like the lemon balm. I like the nettle leaf. Nettle leaf's an anti-inflammatory. Do you know why it's an anti-inflammatory? You know why? If you go and look up like uh, herbal stuff out there and some top herbalists, they'll be like, oh, it's anti-inflammatory. It's anti this. Why? Why is it anti-inflammatory? Because nobody knows. You know why it's anti-inflammatory? Because it kills something. It kills something. It's killing the bug that's trying to bother you, invade you. That's why. That's how it works. That's how it works. You know, turmeric, same thing with turmeric. Why is turmeric anti-inflammatory? How is that possible? Why is it anti-inflammatory? Well, it's got a phytochemicals in there. Science research is looking into turmeric. They're finding different alkaloids in turmeric. They're finding different, you know, different things that can actually get inflammation down. That's not it. No, it's got phytochemicals that are poisonous to bugs that keep people's joints inflamed, that keeps their backs inflamed, <clears throat> like shingles going after somebody's back and sciatic nerve. Sciatica causes, you know, is, is deep shingles in there. You don't even have to have the rash at all. I talk about that. There's, there's non-rashing and there's rashing. And that's the turmeric phytochemicals going in 
and killing off, lowering a viral load, lowering a viral load, man, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world when you connect the dots, when you have the truth. It's a whole new world. So foods, I want you guys to, you know, I want you guys to work on squash, having that in your diet. Winter squash is really good. Buttercup, butternut, get those in there. Very important. Pumpkin is actually amazing for people. You could, pumpkin seeds are good too. Don't be afraid of pumpkin seeds. They're very supportive for, um, for antiviral stuff because they do have a little bit of zinc in them and that's supportive. But when it comes down to autoimmune, you want the solid basics. You want to pull out the heavy metals. You want cilantro as an herb in your diet. You want the frozen wild blueberries. Frozen wild blueberries are a miracle on their own because they not only pull out heavy metals out of the brain and out of the liver and out of the body, but frozen wild blueberries, the wild blueberries, not the cultivated kind, the wild blueberries have antiviral inhibitors in them. That means phytochemicals that don't kill a virus necessarily, but stop it from functioning Dumbing it down. That's the power of the wild blueberry. And you want to dumb down the viral issues. You want to dumb down what's behind all these different autoimmune conditions. If you're someone today that says, hey, look, you didn't cover my autoimmune condition. You mixed, mi- missed mine. I'm just going to tell you right now, everything applies when I'm telling you. The foundation applies. Not only the foundation that applies, but knowing the information that I'm talking about applies. It all applies to what's happening with you so you can start getting better, so you can turn the tide. So when you have a really good practitioner out there, you got somebody you love, you got a practitioner, you got a healer that's working with you already with your autoimmune, your conditions, your symptoms, and everything, you can then say, hey, look, this is the information I have now too, combined with the help I'm getting, the assistance I'm getting out there. It's going to help. It's going to change the game. It's that important. It's that critical. So on, on foods... And different supplements, herbs like rosemary, thyme, thyme tea is really good for any kind of autoimmune. A little bit of thyme tea. Don't be afraid of that. Rose hips, rose hip tea, great for autoimmune as well. We talked about the liposomal C. That's important. If you can't, you know, get the liposomal C, we'll do the ester C. But you can do a little bit of liposomal C to get a little bit in you every day. Vitamin C improves your immune system. We know that. It improves the white count. We know that. But here's what else it does. Vitamin C helps pull out all the poison that the viruses and the pathogens and even bacteria are creating. All that poison that's creating rashes and dermatoxins, creating butterfly rashes, creating problems all all in the body, creating fatigue, neurological fatigue from all that neurotoxin, all that poison that's involved with autoimmune. And vitamin C helps grab onto that and, and pull it, extract it out of the body, pulling that poison out of the body, you guys, and getting it out of your system. So vitamin C is really important. And vitamin C does one more thing somebody doesn't know about. One more thing. It starves a virus. It gets in the way of a virus feeding on what it wants. So let's go back to foods. If you're plant-based and you're on all fruits and vegetables, it's incredible from when, when you're dealing with autoimmune. It's incredible. So if you're somebody that's plant-based and you're worried that you're, you're not getting enough protein, don't go that direction. Realize 
that being plant-based is really helpful for autoimmune. Now, if you're somebody who's not plant-based and you have autoimmune and you're doing the animal products, like I said, keep away from dairy, keep away from eggs, keep your, you know, keep it the highest quality, leanest uh, protein you can find, animal protein you can find, you know, make sure you do that and keep it down to a minimum. Don't have protein three times a day unless it's the only thing you got and then you feel it's the only thing you can eat. But the point is, is Try not to do it three times a day because you need to make room for those wild blueberries. You need to make room for the wild blueberry smoothie. You need to make room for the other foods. You need to make room for the lettuces, which are incredible for autoimmune. Red leaf lettuce, butter leaf lettuce, that's amazing for autoimmune, that alone right there. Radishes. Dear Lord, I think I... (laughs) I think I heard from somebody that there's something out there that radishes are bad for autoimmune or radishes are bad for thyroid or something like that. I think it was bad for thyroid. That is absurd. That is absolutely insane. Radishes are a miracle food. The radish greens kill off viruses. The radishes themselves push out poison out of the body. The radishes themselves help heal thyroids. All this is important. So think about radishes. Make salads. If you're into animal protein, make room for salads too. Okay, that's important. Get get your, you know, um, and look, I say this to vegans and vegetarians too. There's vegans and vegetarians that eat bread and cheese all day. Well, not vegans, but there's vegetarians that eat bread and cheese all day. I'm like, where's your salads? Where's your fruits? Well, I just like really this, I just like this bread and just cheese and, and, and that's what I like. That No, that's terrible. That's terrible. So you want to make sure you have your salads. You want to make sure you have all your fixings on your salads. You want to make sure you have your your chopped up celery on there. You want to make sure you have chopped up chopped up um, cauliflower pieces in your salad. That's important. Butter leaf, red leaf lettuce, arugula. Arugula is a secret weapon, another great secret weapon towards Epstein-Barr. Make sure arugula is in there. Put cilantro in your salads. Parsley, amazing for autoimmune, amazing for knocking down viral loads. Get parsley in there too. That's really a great, great, great thing to do. Think about some different fruits to try. If you're afraid of fruit and you have fruit fear and you're trapped in the fruit fear because of the misinformation that's out there, try to incorporate more apples. Try to bring in the wild blueberries. Try to bring in a little bit of melon in the morning. Just a little bit. Don't eat a ton of it. Just eat a little bit. Try a little. Very important. What does it do? Flushes out a lot of the poison that the viruses create. Fruit sugar does not feed viruses. Just letting you guys know that. It does not feed viruses and bacteria. Fruit can't feed bacteria. Corn syrup can. Corn can. Okay, eggs can, dairy can, canola oil can, pork can. If you're into animal products, I totally respect it, and uh, just make sure you have. I'm not anti-animal product, um, but just make sure that you have the salads going on, and make sure you bring in some fruit somewhere in there. Just don't eat a big fruit pie right after you had a big steak. That doesn't really work that way. Make sure your steak is, you know, try, well, you know, it's like you're not supposed to put a chocolate cake after, after a steak either. Okay, you're not supposed to put too much after a steak. Um, just when I tell people if they eat a big old, they be eat a big old steak for dinner, they should just be sipping tea. Sipping tea for the rest of the night because you just – you don't have a lot of room. There's not a lot of room. And with fruit, it fruit has a lot of water content, so you need more stomach space. 
so you need more stomach space. Vegetables have water content, so you need more stomach space. I tell people, keep your, your proteins lean, try to have four ounces, and then this way you can have room for a salad. If you have 12 ounces of animal protein, it's there's not a lot of stomach space for a salad. Salad takes a lot of space is what I'm saying. It's high water content. Where is the medicine? The medicine, whether you're animal protein or you're non-animal protein, the medicine is in the fruits and the vegetables. Always remember that, and the leafy greens. Um, and that's how you combat autoimmune. And what you'll see now is the experts, they've changed their, their foods. They've changed their food laws. Ten years ago, you wouldn't believe what it was like. Now, you know, their food laws are they have these healthy avocados in there, coconut oil. They have salads, whether they like animal proteins or not. And they're getting people results. But let me tell you something. It's even though they're getting people some results, this is the information you need. This is the information you need to really conquer some serious problems to really conquer some serious autoimmune to understand it and what's going on and about the truth about your body not attacking itself because this takes it to a whole nother level. This is way more, way more ahead of the curve. This is way more ahead of the curve. When you're driving, you want to know what's in front of you. You want to know what's around the corner. You don't want to just be driving blind. You don't, you don't want to drive blind. It's one thing you don't want to do. And that's what this is about. This is about being armed. This is about being armed with truth, with knowledge. This is about having a shield. This is about having information that's powerful. This is about this is about knowing what's around the bend. So you can actually what's around the bend so you can actually protect your family, your children, yourself, so you're not driving blind. So you can see. So you can see. And seeing is important when it comes down to healing and seeing what's going on behind autoimmune and seeing what's happened with it's all. Make sure you get other berries into your diet too. Make sure you get the raspberries. Make sure you get the, if, if you only have conventional blueberries, if you only have the big old, I call them the big old silly blueberries. They're not the little blueberry, the powerful medicine, medicinal blueberry from uh, Maine, the Maine wild blueberries, the Canadian wild blueberries. If you don't have those wild blueberries, can't find them in the frozen department, get the uh, cultivated blueberries. Fine, fine, fine. They still have something to offer. It's nothing like the uh, wild blueberries, but still they have something. If it's all you got, it's all you got. Get the raspberries. Get the raspberries. Get the blackberries. Blackberries, regular blackberries, just blackberries you buy in the pint-sized little clamshell at the, at the organic market, they still have more power than clamshell regular cultivated blueberries they still so get the blackberry over the blueberry but when it comes down to the wild blueberry that's a whole different game you get those frozen wild blueberries out of the freezer section that's medicine so you get the blackberries you get the strawberries they're okay if you're into strawberries don't be afraid of citrus if you if you feel like you can eat citrus get some oranges and you it's incredible as an anti-autoimmune antiviral food even though some even though it's shunned and banned out there there's a lot of foods that are shunned out there. Bananas are shunned out there now. Bananas are incredible for colitis, incredible for, for celiac, incredible for multiple sclerosis, incredible for lupus, incredible for RA, incredible for Hashimoto's, incredible for Addison's, incredible for hepatitis, amazing for all the different hepatitis and liver problems and liver conditions, elevated enzymes in liver, everything going on with the liver. Bananas are important. So bring those in. They kill off bacteria in the intestinal tract. If people are worried about SIBO and intestinal tract bacteria and everything else, kills off bacteria, sweeps it out. 
So don't be afraid of banana too. So I'm giving you all the different things about foods that can give you a good foundation to what to do. And it's really important. Be careful about oils. Try not to overdo oils. Try not to overdo olive oil. Try not to overdo coconut oil. You don't want to have your food inundated with too much oil. You got to be, you know, use it sparingly. Have some hemp seeds, have some pumpkin seeds, have a little bit of coconut oil, have a little bit of olive oil if you want, but be, be light on it. Okay? You know, if you're into walnuts, you can have some walnuts. These are all good foods. They don't feed the viruses that cause autoimmune. You can have them in there, but make sure you got the leafy greens. Make sure that they're in there in your diet. Dandelion greens, really great for autoimmune. They help with the liver. They push out poisons that create all the different autoimmune symptoms. So dandelion greens, I still call it autoimmune in the sense of saying autoimmune. You guys know the truth about it right now. You understand right now what's going on. I mean, I still use the term because everybody knows it by that term. But really, you know, it should be called, called something else. It should be called virus immune, not autoimmune. It should be called virus immune. I talk about that in the thyroid healing book. <clears throat> you guys, I promise you this book isn't just like a concept and a couple of hundred pages and you read it and you put it down and that's it. That's not what this is. This is packed, jam-packed with so much truth. I talk about the thought if you don't have a thyroid anymore, you can still heal. They can still heal if you don't have a thyroid anymore. I talk about if your thyroid's been killed off, radioactive, the isotope, the radioactive iodine, or if you're or vir- if, you, if you had your thyroid removed, that there's still tissue left in your that's left because they can't remove all your thyroid, and it's still working for you. And I talk about the undiscovered hormones. Science and research has discovered that the thyroid produces. That's only in thyroid healing. And those undiscovered hormones are in what's left over in tissue if you had your thyroid removed and still communicate with the body. So you can still heal even when you're missing a thyroid, even when you're missing half your thyroid or your thyroid was removed, you can still heal. And here's the thing all in all, it's the virus that caused the thyroid problem to begin with. And that's what's giving you your symptoms anyway. So we go after the Epstein bar that caused your virus to have a, that caused your thyroid to have a problem for it to be removed. So you can still heal. I can't tell you how many people over the years. They were missing a thyroid. It had all their symptoms. And the doctor would be like, well, because you're missing a thyroid, you're still going to have all these symptoms. We got rid of all the symptoms as if they didn't even have a thyroid problem anymore. Because it was something else, something else that nobody knows. And that's what this is all about with autoimmune. It's like that with all autoimmune. It's something else in there that nobody knows about in research and science. So if you're missing your thyroid, you still have a way to heal. And all these foods and supplements matter when it comes down to that. Um, MSM, high-quality MSM, um, that's also really important. So high-quality MSM, that's important for, um, um, for any kind of autoimmune. A little bit of that is a good thing. Silica, that's an important supplement for any kind of autoimmune that people are going through. Silica is really important. That's a great one. So always, you know, consider that licorice, licorice is very anti-Epstein bar, very antiviral, excuse me, licorice can really help knock out and kill off, um, viruses. So licorice can actually really knock off and kill off viruses. It's really, uh, you know, an antiviral in one of the greatest senses. So, you know, you can try some licorice too. 
It's fantastic for so many different varieties of, of autoimmune. Lysine, L-lysine, a basic foundation, a foundational amino acid, which hinders and stops the herpetic family viruses. L-lysine alone, I've seen get rid of so many different symptoms in people that are dealing with mystery autoimmune with different labels and everything else attached to it. So L-lysine is another thing to consider too. Along the way, you can take a little bit of it. Even if you took some vitamin C consistently every day, a decent amount of it if you wanted to. Lysine, a decent amount of it. You can up your dosage. You can talk to your doctor. You can up it a very high. Lysine, and you got the vitamin C. You got a little bit of licorice. You got a little bit of zinc. And some of the other things we talked about. And the methylcobalamin, denosylcobalamin, B12 we talked about. And you have some of the different things. You're already building your foundation, powerful foundation to turning the tide. You're attaching that powerful foundation along with the truth about what you now know about autoimmune and what your body's really doing for you and how it stands behind you and it's not trying to harm you or hurt you. And it's there for you 100%. And that's the power of how it works. So other foods, zucchini is really good. Summer squash is really good. Very good for autoimmune. Keep those in there. You know, like incorporate these wherever you can. Steam cooked vegetables are fine. That's good too. You don't have to be raw. Steam cooked vegetables are good if you really like those. That can work. If you are afraid of grains, because the world's anti-grain right now, but you want grains or you still eat grains, Keep it to millet and quinoa, millet and quinoa. Those are the two that are the least antagonistic. See, what happens is that all grains have been lumped together as being sinister because what alternate practitioners are discovering is that the gluten is, 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 is uh, worsening symptoms in people. So they find that gluten is worsening symptoms in people. So they think gluten's the responsible. They don't realize that gluten's feeding a virus or a pathogen that's causing the person to have their symptoms, conditions, their rashes, their whatever's going on. So then they deem all grains sinister. So it's an anti-grain world. Now, I don't like a lot of grains. What I'm saying is if your symptoms, you know, if you're not severely autoimmune symptom, you know, symptomatic where you're getting, so you're so viral, you're not so viral immune. That's what I'd rather call it really, you guys, is viral immune. You're not so viral immune, then you can do probably quinoa. You can do probably a really good steel cut oat. Maybe you could probably, meaning if, the, if you like that, you can do um, some millet as a possibility. And you can try those, incorporate those if you really want, have those with vegetables and so forth. And that could be okay. You could also get away with some black beans. You can also get away with some lentils. So lentils and black beans. So those two are good things too. So whether you eat animal protein or you don't eat animal protein, whatever, you know, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, or you eat, you know, uh, animal protein, you can incorporate these in. If you're really viral immune, you know, you don't have to bring these in. You bring in more fruits and vegetables, you'll be better. But these are still a possibility for you. So listen, just know that I stand behind you 100% with everything you're doing, anything you're doing for yourself, taking walks, taking care of yourself, trying to exercise, trying to live your life, trying to take care of your family, doing all the things that you do. I stand behind you. 
I want you to become an expert. I want you guys to become an expert. You need to know this. This is so important to me that you become an expert. And you really know what's happening, and that's what this is about. Because it's going to protect you and your loved ones and your children and your family and your friends. It's going to protect them so you can heal. Thank you for being here during this webinar. Know that I stand behind you. I love you. I wasn't given this gift for me. It wasn't given to me for me. It was given to me for you. That's what it was. It was just, it's for you. It's for you only. And um, I love you. God bless you.